Hi, and welcome to the Watts Family Murders, Unraveling the Tragedy. My name is Jay from Jay is for Justice podcast, and I am your host of the audio-only podcast on air with Jay is for Justice. Welcome back to On Air with Jay is for Justice. I am your host, Jay, and this episode, Unraveling the Mystery, The Watts Family Murders. We will dive into the secrets behind Nicole Kessinger's puzzling Google searches, which I believe played a central role in the tragic Watts family murders. I am your host, Jay. And today, we will dive into the mysterious searches that foreshadowed the devastating events of August 13th, 2018. It's September 1st, 2017. Nicole Kessinger sits at her computer, her fingers tapping anxiously on the keyboard. She enters two words into the search bar. Shanann Watts. But why? What compelled her to search for this seemingly random name? As we delve into Nicole's search history, we uncover a pattern of curiosity and intrigue. But what connection does she have to the Watts family? And why does she feel the need to dig deeper into their lives? Nicole's search history becomes a window into her psyche, revealing a complex web of emotions and motivations. But as the pieces start to come together, one question remains. What role did Nicole Kessinger play in the tragic events that unfolded on that fateful day in August? Today, we're gonna talk about those Google searches that happened before Nicole Kessinger even knew Chris and Shanann Watts allegedly. And we'll also paint a picture of what was going on in 2017 in Chris and Shanann's life and explore the chilling truth behind one of the most shocking crimes in recent history. After Chris Watts' sentencing, the Weld County District Attorney's Office released hours of audio interviews and thousands of discovery pages documenting the investigation. In some cases, the data obtained from Kessinger's electronic devices conflicted with claims that she made in voluntary interviews with investigators. For example, Kessinger said in an interview with agents from the Colorado Bureau of Investigation that she was not in love with Watts and indicated that Chris Watts was more serious about the relationship than she was. But data recovered from Nicole Kessinger's phone showed that she spent two hours looking online at wedding dresses less than two weeks before the Watts family was killed and that she performed internet searches about marrying your mistress. Kessinger told investigators that she knew Chris was married. 
but that she believed he and Shanann were separated and claimed that she did not know Shanann was pregnant. Kessinger contacted police within days of Shanann and her daughter's disappearance. Once she became concerned that something may have happened to them. During that interview, she said she didn't know Shanann's name until for a while after she and Chris became romantically involved. Yes, I think... I know why he lied to me. He lied to me because if I'd have known that he had a child on the way, I'd have never wasted my time with him in the first place. Like, none of this would have ever even occurred if he would have just told me the truth. So do you think if he found out that you, um, if, let's say this week you guys were to go look at some apartments, and this is hypothetical, but you, um, you've never found out that his wife was pregnant, would would that have changed anything, uh, like you just said? If I knew he was his wife was pregnant, I wouldn't be in this picture. So if his wife was not pregnant, um, and forgive me, but if, if, if he takes her out of the picture, you're never going to know that she was pregnant, right? What do you mean takes her out of the picture? Like If, if he murdered her, she's out of the picture. You're never going to know if she was pregnant. If he can get away with murder... You're not gonna. I got divorced from my wife. You Wait. See, do you understand what I'm saying here? If if she's gone, but this don't lead hypothetically, please. Don't hypothetically, lead on. If she, okay. you understand where I'm going. If right, you but didn't you're, know, you're leading into questions right. that are nothing with your. If you didn't know though. Wait, Nick. That she was there. Did you hear what I said? I'm not. I'm following you. I just want her to answer a question that relates to. She said something that's important that if he didn't have a child on the way, she, or if he didn't, if she didn't know that, she would have continued the relationship, right? But he killed his kids. At what point does he think that I'm going to be not, in a relationship? I'm not talking about the children. I'm just talking specifically about her. If, if, if you only knew, if the kids were still here, and he called you and said, I'm divorced from my wife, and he gets away with this, do you understand what I'm thinking from his aspect? I still wouldn't do it. I still wouldn't do it because I'd be like, where did she go? Okay. Because I'm under the impression that she's a really good mom. Like, he never bashed her mom in skills. Like, he, no. No. I wouldn't, no. Okay. No. And that's, that. you see where I'm trying to take that? Yes. So, he never, you guys never had a conversation about the child, period. I didn't know okay. at all. all right. And by your words, if you did know, you would have ended the relationship. Well, because it wouldn't have made sense to me that he's like, I'm getting separated. Oh, by the way, I have a baby on the way. It's like, you are a liar. You're just trying to sleep with me. That's what I would have probably interpreted that as. And I'd have just shut that off at work and that would have been the end of it. Okay. The discovery documents included a phone data review which showed the internet history of principals in the case, including Kessinger. The recorded phone data, which included some entries that had been deleted from her search history, appear to show that Kessinger did online searches for the names Shanann Watts and Chris Watts as far back as 2017, and on multiple occasions before both she and Chris Watts said their affair began. 
According to Crime Online, a records supervisor initially told them that an entry for a Google search of Shanann Watts in 2017 was a typo in the report. But Weld County District Attorney Michael Rourke later said in a December 2018 interview with Crime Online that the items in the report accurately reflected what was found in the data review. Quote, the dates to which you are referring in 2017, where it appears she Googled or otherwise searched Shanann, was data that came off her phone, Rourke said. It's not a typographical error in the report. The detectives are reporting what's contained in the data from her phone. I don't know the answer to the question of why or how those dates ended up in her phone. End quote. The district attorney also said in that interview that authorities didn't suspect anyone else was involved in the murders besides Chris Watts. Quote, I have no information nor any belief that any other criminal defendant is out there, Rourke said, while acknowledging the apparent discrepancies. He went on to say, Nicole Kessinger told us that she met and started the relationship with the defendant in 2018. So where that anomaly in the data comes from, I can't answer it for you. I don't know the answer to it. In the data review, there's another mysterious notation about these searches. Quote, several searches for Christopher Watts can be found prior to 8-12-2018. These entries appear to have been deleted. I did locate name searches for Chris Watts, dated back to 8-3-2017, and Shanann Watts, dating back to 1-7-18. These entries were deleted, but recoverable. The first search for Shanann actually appears to be in January of 2018 by Nicole Kessinger. And the question still remains to this day. How did Nicole Kessinger know the names Chris and Shanann Watts in 2017? 2017 was a pretty busy year for the Watts. They were taking multiple Thrive trips due to Shanann's success with the company. And that was when Shanann decided to resign from her job with the Children's Hospital. They actually attended their second and third lifestyle getaway trips. In February of 2017, Shanann posted pictures of their second lifestyle getaway Punta Cana trip, following up in June of 2017 with pictures of their third lifestyle getaway Toronto trip. Fast forward to October 12th of 2017 and Shanann posted pics of their fourth lifestyle getaway, Puerto Vallarta trip. So Chris and I are about to go get some breakfast. A little late, I know, we've been working. Um, say hi Chris, you're live. Okay, so we're back. Sorry guys. Um, I was trying to be at the beach, but obviously no signal out there. So, um, who has been on the fence about trying Thrive 
I want to help get it to you for free. So shoot me a private message. Um, we're in Mexico, but I'm always um, helping everybody I can. Don't mind the frizzy hair. It's extremely humid here. Like, extremely. That's where we'll be later. Um, but anyway, squirrel. I will be here all day to help everyone. I have a couple different um, things going on that I, I want to take advantage of helping several people um, start their Thrive experience, start to feel better, help with those general discomforts, those aches, um, the mental clarity, the sleep. Um, who does not want to sleep better? Um, and, and energy. like. Chris and Shanann also attended a Metallica concert where Shanann posted videos of Chris rocking out to Metallica. This later comes into play with the Battery Song by Metallica, which we'll get to in a further episode. If you listen close, you can faintly hear Chris Watts singing Master of Puppets. Shanann also posted about her neck surgery that she had in August of 2017. I'm trying to get organized here. Don't mind me. I'm a hot mess today. I'm um, keeping it real. So anyway, um, you guys are really... Okay, lighting's better. Um, so I'm going to... Um, Put some trial packs together here while I'm here with you guys. Um, a lot of you um, been asking about Thrive and how it works. Hey, Sharon. Um, don't mind me. I'm a hot mess uh, express over here today. So, and it's going to be fun trying to coordinate this with, um, like, no function. Hi, Sarah. All my two faves are on. Um, so I'm just putting together trial packs for um, Thrive. And a lot of you know that I've been thriving for about 20 months now. And I love it, as you can tell. Um, I couldn't use it a week prior to surgery and a week after surgery because of the type of surgery I had. Um, so that was pretty... Uh, pretty bad. Everyone around me was not happy. Um, that's what happens when you thrive. You feel too good. So, it's simple. Those of you who do not know... The point of all of this is Shanann had a huge social media presence. Knowing that Nicole Kessinger knew Shanann's name and Googled her, she would have seen all of these posts, all of these pictures, and all of these trips. Yet, we have her saying she didn't know Shanann's name. He mentioned that he did have a significant other. And then he told me that those two were in the process of a separation. Did he mention the children's name or his significant other's name? Um, I didn't know his significant other's name for a while. And then 
I think he told me his kids' names pretty quick, but to be honest with you, on an exact date of when that happened, I don't know. And the story unravels. In our next episode, we will start with the beginning of 2018 and dive into the events that snowballed into a quadruple murder. Thank you for listening and make sure to check out On Air with JS for Justice podcast on Apple, Spotify, and any podcast player.